action. Nothing was ever going to be the same. Danger. If I slip up or if I turn my eye for just one second, someone could get the drop on me. Adventure. The Amazon River. They have a version of everything in North America except bigger and scarier. You're listening to Sea Story. Bonus episode, Humanitarian. My name is Cedric Pringle. I am from Sumter, South Carolina. I am a rear admiral in the United States Navy, and this is my sea story. One of the things that attracted me to the Navy was the opportunity to see the world and to do things and to be challenged and to have educational and job opportunities, which include having survived and served on six different humanitarian assist missions, the most significant of which was commanding a ship in the wake of Hurricane Katrina operations. A major and extremely deadly hurricane is expected to make landfall on Typically, the Navy goes over the horizon to do our missions. We send pictures and we tell people what we've done, but it's very rare that we have an opportunity to have a Navy ship and its crew make a difference on American soil. This was a turning point for my ship and our crew. We had just come through a very extensive availability and maintenance period where we basically had broken the ship down to its bare essentials and then put it back together and uh, had a crew change out. And so we were just starting to get our sea legs back under us when we got the weather report that the hurricane was inbound towards the cities there on the Gulf of Mexico. Hurricane Katrina, most of the area will be uninhabitable. Immediately after we got notification that this would be a very significant storm, Category 5 hurricane, we were told that we needed to come back and sprint as quickly as possible to the Gulf of Mexico to be in position to provide relief. The one word that comes to mind is devastation. Picture going ashore and literally having to maneuver past container trucks and vehicles that are one mile, two miles out to sea. And then once you got ashore, picture seeing boats and floats and barges one mile inland. And all of the homes that were waterfront properties, all the buildings that were waterfront properties were leveled, completely leveled, almost like the hand of God had just kind of wiped it completely. Our Navy ships and all of the other assets associated with it are designed for a certain purpose. But when the need arises and we have to provide humanitarian assistance, our mission usually breaks down to about three different categories. One is to save lives. We want to provide immediate response and save as many lives as possible. The second thing is to alleviate suffering because there are people who have been victimized by the storm. They have lost just about everything and they don't have water and they don't have blankets and they don't have a lot of other things that they need. The other piece of that, from a military perspective, our role is always going to be temporary because we're helping local government, we're helping all the local infrastructure, the first responders, get back on their feet. We weren't going to come down and we weren't going to repair bridges, we weren't going to build buildings, we weren't going to do any type of long-term activities like that. 
the Biloxi High School football field, for some reason, was clear enough where we could actually fly our helicopters in to land there and deliver fresh water, because that usually becomes one of the things that we try to get to the victims as quickly as possible, because all of the water piping and all the fresh water, it becomes very scarce. So we literally had to shuttle in as much fresh water as possible. We also had blankets and things like that, and we figured out as much as possible how to uh, get that out to the affected population. We had a crew of about 330 sailors. I wanted 100 sailors per day going ashore as a working party. Once we actually got ashore, we subordinated ourselves to civilian authority that was already there. So in a relief operation, the military is never the lead organization. We're always in a supporting capacity. We're supporting local government. We're supporting law enforcement. We're supporting first responders. After about the third day, there were people who, even if they weren't in that one duty section that was supposed to go in that day, they would go back again if they didn't have any duties on the ship. So eventually we got to the point where there were 150, 200 people going per day to go ashore. So there were more than enough people to go in and do the work. Although they would come back at the end of the day and they'd be dirty and tired and really worn out, they'd get cleaned up, get some rest, and they'd go right back in again the following day. It was really an opportunity for me to talk to my crew about serving in a different manner. I said, when we go ashore, we have to put our own personal problems aside. Those folks that lost their loved ones, they lost all of their possessions. So what they needed to see from us were helping hands where we were willing to work in the relief shelters, willing to clear debris, willing to do whatever we needed to do to make a difference. Going to Biloxi, Mississippi and seeing the level of devastation there and really just making a difference. I could literally see the difference in each and every member of my crew that had the opportunity to participate in that very, very tragic event. It's really something that most sailors don't do. Most of us do our business on board a ship and a ship is a fairly stable environment. Even if you're underway and you're operating and you're launching missiles or you're doing something else that a ship's designed to do, it's pretty much the same and it doesn't change. But when you go ashore and you step off of your ship and you leave the comfort of your own rack and your own galley and all the other creature comforts that we have on our ship, going ashore and seeing that level of devastation, I think, really just gave each and every one of our sailors, one, appreciation for the power of a hurricane, but two, I think they were all truly moved by their ability to make a difference. If you want to hear more stories like mine, subscribe to Sea Story Today. Sea Story is brought to you by America's Navy. Learn more at Navy.com.